that your chair? Yeah, I think it is my chair. I think we are live now. Got to get all those uh, those creaks and all the like the new chair worn Look, out in it, huh? That I don't know which is noisy, my chair or my neck. <laughs> Let's be honest about That's this right now. I can hear your neck all the way from here. That was the neck. That was not the chair. That was my neck. That was not my chair. <laughs> Anyways. Hey, roll, we should have roll tape. Let's do the thing. Okay, cool. going on everybody it is tuesday night 9 30 p.m central time that means it's time for the tagline the show where the tagline is the title and oh my gosh this looks a little different like i have to look over here to look at you now instead of like typically i just look straight ahead but now you're over here off to the side so anyways uh, yeah, we're doing things a little differently tonight. Uh, due to uh, circumstances, we will be doing tagline through the beautiful StreamYard function this week instead of our normal sitting at a dining room table with blue curtains and nice lights and everything. So we're doing it this way. Uh, and the reason why we're doing it this way tonight is because yesterday I was wearing this bad boy around my neck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cause I'm still suffering from neck issues and my chiropractor is out for Thanksgiving this entire week. But why would you wear uh, a glazed donut around your neck? Cause I'm just so sweet. Ooh. Typically in, uh, when working on improv, this would be a yes. And, but he's not sweet. So moving on, uh, <laughs> So, guys, on the tagline tonight, I'm going to go ahead and host and uh, it. Okay. Yeah, we'll bring I forgot here. we can do that here. <laughs> no. <laughs> and we both have control. <laughs> ah, why couldn't I just it's, invite you on as a guest? It's going to be a fun night. If you say so. Uh, so those of y'all watching in the chat, thank y'all for being here at the top of the show. Let us know how this sounds. Uh, I know we do this for like the, uh, Schmodown replay and pretty much anything else we do. Uh, we do this, uh, this setup here, but, uh, typically we don't do this for tagline. So let us know how it sounds, how everything is. Hopefully everything is good. Cause again, we do set this up for normal things, but, uh, Yeah. That's awesome. And just, just like this, because we're on StreamYard, we can do this. Hamstrack. Oh, yeah. You're watching your Deception versus Lethal Weapons episode. That's of the Schmodown replay, guys. If you guys don't know what that is, that's our uh, that's our reaction and watch along show for the Schmodown. Uh, briefly confused to see this notification for this episode pop up. Yes. It's because we are live right now. And we want to thank you for popping in, even if for a second, to say hi. <laughs> and then go back and watch our other video. And go back and continue watching our other video. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. Either way, Hamstrack, we're glad to see you. Um, I'm trying to see. Where is... Yeah, the nice thing about this is I can manipulate this like in real time while we're not talking and you're just seeing me like hovering around my computer. But um, yeah, anyways, uh, again, top of the show. Thank y'all for joining us. Uh, y'all know how it goes typically. If you got any questions, comments, there is the streamlabs.com slash Zephanax. Chris, point to it. Stop drinking your water and point to it. It's up above your head. It's not that far. 
There it is. There you go. Cool. Uh, if y'all have any questions, comments, anything you want to say, drop them in there. That would be fantastic. You could also do the uh, super chat here on YouTube, but of course, Streamlabs is the most preferred venue of those questions in the money. And because <laughs> Streamlabs takes but a tiniest, tiniest percentage, whereas yeah. YouTube takes a big fat chunk, and we don't like that. Because that we don't we don't want that taken from us. It's like thirty something percent, thirty three percent or something like that. It's stupid. Yeah, come on YouTube, uh, get with the program. There's also Patreon.com/slash Cinefanatics. Hit that if you would like to join our tiers. Uh, new stuff is coming. Uh, might work on it a little bit this week. We got a little bit of a tiny bit of extra time due to a holiday that's going on this week. So uh, we might be able to crank something out and get those tiers. I know we mentioned uh, like last week or the week before the updates that we're doing to those. Uh, so that will yeah. be fully updated probably within this next week or so. Uh, I am currently like in the final stages of getting Discord in its first draft to be up and running for everybody. So as soon as that's in place, all the tiers on the Patreon will change and all that stuff. You'll see all that stuff. So uh, I have to get that up and running because I might be doing some fun things that require discord also here in a little bit. So again, Ooh, spooky, mysterious and vague. Why is your eye twitching? No reason. You play too many video games. Not really. No, oh. I'd like to though. <laughs> I'd like to play you should, too many video you, games. You should start. Maybe maybe playing video games will keep your eye from twitching. Right? Anyways. Um, now, if only the uh, twitches I, I actually do normally throughout the day in my eye were intentional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, so hop on Patreon. We got that. And how are you Check doing this past week? Check. Check. I know. Uh, past the week, nice, I, the nice thing, nice thing about this is the second monitor, so I could just hop over here, like look at the show notes, and back to the camera, back oh. to the show notes. I've got a second monitor too. It's called my laptop. But yeah. Um, yeah. No. How was I doing this week? Uh, this week was great. Uh, starting Saturday. Well, no one wants to hear about that. Let's let's talk yeah. about good things. What's good that's happened to you this week? You haven't completely collapsed due to your neck issues, so that's a I'm good thing. Look, I'm still alive. I'm still kicking. I believe that the future will get brighter, so I got to hang in there still. And uh, Well, that's because I'm getting you another uh, light for your setup there. So, yeah, your future will get brighter. Are you? I don't know. When did Maybe. that happen? When, when did... <laughs> what? <laughs> I, was I was trying to make a light joke. Not a heavy joke, just a light joke, and you completely ruined it. <laughs> so moving on anyways <laughs> keep it rolling go let's go <laughs> okay moving on um what do you have next <laughs> so i've been fine this past week a lot of work uh catching up on uh it's been a lot of fun so this past week uh and I'll, I'll go ahead and plug it real quick this past week i've been working on a video for uh call to action Nice. Hence the shirt, oh, I guess. Look at him showing. Um, these are really comfy shirts, though. I'm showing uh, for American Eagle. Where is yeah. it? Right here. 
So I've been working on a video for them, uh, plugging a guest that they have coming up on Chill to Action. So I was just wanting to make a promo video, uh, much like uh, Eric Rodriguez, Nerd Chronic from the movie Trivia Schmodown. So I had a lot of fun with it. Hope everyone liked it. It's a guest but that I'll... we got first. The what? It's a guest that we got first. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so I had a lot of fun making that video with that, but yeah, uh, haven't really watched any. Uh, ha- haven't watched anything new, any new movies, um, other than uh, watching that Fresh Prince reunion, which I did last night too. So I'm yeah, sure about in the that was fantastic. Here. But I cried about a thousand times. <laughs> so yeah, that's why my eyes are a little salty today. Uh, can't see uh, out of them. There is one that I want to see that just came out. Uh, it's on Hulu. Um, it's Animated. called. It's called Run. No, I, I watched the first episode of that, and I was like, ah, eh. some of it was cute, but there's some of it I'm like, eh. like I can I can understand why that's a little iffy. Uh, Malcolm saying you just watched Freaky today. I want to watch oh. that. How is I it, want to see that. Uh, and I was. I was planning on watching it probably within the next like couple of days, and then uh, they announced that it's about to go uh, video on demand like in a week or so. I was like, I'll probably just wait for the video on demand in this case. In this point, just yeah, I got that one, huh? Definitely for that one. I would. That's uh, not like a big movie that has to be seen in the theaters, kind of a situation. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a Black Widow or I don't know, Endgame, Wonder Woman eighty four. You know, yep. movies that you should see in a theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one that came out on Hulu uh, this week. It's called Run, Run with Sarah Paulson. Oh, yeah. I, I saw the uh, commercials and stuff for that. Uh, that one looked kind of interesting. I heard, I've heard i heard a couple of good things about it, so I kind of want to see that. Uh, I thought that might be that might be interesting, but I haven't just I haven't got a time to get to it yet because <laughs> busy person constantly. Uh, but yeah, as far as New movies this week. Haven't seen any. Uh, you haven't seen any either, right? I don't think so. Yeah. I cannot uh, recall. And because I cannot recall, I will say that I have not. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did do the uh, the watch-along of Demolition Man uh, with Andres Gallego this past weekend. Uh, that oh, yeah. was a lot of fun. And if you have not seen that and you want to see that, it's on our Patreon Feel free to hop on that Patreon at the five dollar tier. You'll get that watch along for Demolition Man with us and Andres, and it's it was a ton of fun. It was it was a good it was a good little good little time there, and uh, worth worth it for you to check out as well as our other watch alongs that we've done on Patreon. Yeah, um, Malcolm is saying it's done by the same person that made Searching. Uh, were you Freaky? talking about Freaky? Because I think Freaky is done by Christopher Landon, who also did the. Uh, Happy Death Day movies, and supposedly, like, supposedly they may actually be connected in the same universe. So that'd be kind of cool. I liked Searching though. Searching was really good. Oh, I don't and know you, if he was maybe talking about the Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion. Oh, maybe. Uh, yeah the the Janet and the Will part of that was yeah, yeah, yep. That had me, like the first thing that had me on that one was like the James Avery stuff, and I was like, oh, oh, damn. And then yeah. the, the Janet and Will stuff. I was like, oh, damn. Oh, talking about run. Okay. Yeah. That's the sound I make when I start crying over yeah. things. And then, of course, Garth. 
Paparazzi tracker Will Smith goes by following the Fresh Prince. Nice. Nice. <laughs> What's up, Tyler? What so, is up with you? Asad, dude. Uh, so yeah, that's it for probably all our personal stuff. That was real quick. We should we should do it on the stream yard to get through all that stuff real fast. Let's get to some uh to some movie news right off the bat. Right off the bat. Where's my bat? Yeah. We don't have a bat. We're not sports people. We like movies. No, I have a bat. Oh, you do have a bat. It's over by your door. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to go get it. It's what I grab when people start busting into our apartment unannounced. I I just walk out, go choke some fools. (laughs) What are you doing in here? My cat will attack them. There's a little bit more of a distance between my, my room and the door, so I need to have a weapon. Yeah. At least that's how I justify that. Uh, so movie news coming in this week. Uh, so last week on the tagline, uh, we talked about this possibility of Wonder Woman 84 going to <laughs> the streaming. That was Tuesday of last week. <laughs> Wednesday morning, it was announced <laughs> that it's going to streaming. It was actually shown it's in going theaters December 25th, 1984. <laughs> yeah. And on HBO Max at no extra Wait. cost to subscribers. It's been out on HBO Max and theaters since 1984. We missed our review for that one, dude. Yeah. I wonder if so, people uh, be interested if we reviewed that. So Wonder Woman 1984 was a fantastic success. It was a great uh, achievement in, in making a sequel to the original Wonder Woman movie. Uh, Which came out after the sequel. Yeah. And what I think was fantastic is that the effects work in that movie were just leaps and bounds better than anything else you'd think you'd see in the middle of the 80s. Yeah, I saw those effects leaping and bounding. They they were definitely doing that. They were fantastic leaping and bounding. Uh, uh, abundant of leaps and bounds, I should say. The fur texture on uh, Kristen Wiig, who I, amazingly... She I, was furry, I not, like a wig. I did not know that they could get Kristen Wiig to portray that character this early in her career. Mm-hmm. Well, you would think wigs would be hairy, but nope, uh, surprisingly furry. Uh, go and, figure. You know, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I believe that Gal Gadot in this was uh, an infant. Well, that would be if you were pronouncing her name right. I mean, this is like Andres Gallego that took us, uh, or Gallego, as you can see, took us a couple of t- tries to get her name right. And so, therefore, you might be talking about an entirely different person. Well... No, because what I'm thinking, if I'm, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, no, I take it back. Gal Gadot was not an infant. She was not even a fetus in this movie. Well, it was nice having this conversation with you, Chris. Yeah, so that's our review for Wonder Woman 1984. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and we'll uh, check it out in in theaters and on HBO Max. uh, Not real soon, about 30 some odd years ago. So... Yeah, so this movie, it's, it's being released on HBO Max the same day. And then apparently, I guess, uh, like after, what was it? After like a month or so, then it's going to be exclusive to VOD and you have to pay for it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, 31 days on HBO Max and theaters, 29-day theater exclusivity, and then video on demand after that. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, and this is the part where I was I was kind of torn on this uh, because 
I do work for a cable company. I get HBO for free, which means I have access to HBO Max for free as well. So we have complete free access to watch Wonder Woman 84 when it comes out on Christmas Day because we're probably not doing anything that day anyway, so we might as well just wake up and watch it. Uh, but the thing is, at the same time, we have a perfectly good Alamo Draft House like right down the road from us that is, as of right now, is still open and might well, probably still be open, I don't know, <laughs> come Christmas Day that we could also just drag our happy butts down to and watch it there. So you got that, and then you got the theater we usually go to, which isn't typically the Alamo Draft House, but the one we, we usually go to usually is pretty pretty clean and and whatnot. So mm -hmm. uh, if it's if it's available there, I'd say I'd say we're going straight there because I want to. I still want to see Wonder Woman on the big screen, and if there's a possibility to do so in a safe, clean environment, I'm probably going to go ahead and do it. Uh, I went there. I actually did go there the other day uh, uh, with a friend. We caught up and watched. Uh, uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, classic, nice. classic Thanksgiving movie. Uh, absolutely love that movie. Still, uh, my friend had never seen it, and uh, she thoroughly enjoyed it. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they did a really good job. It was clean. Uh, the way that they ha would have us come in and leave the theater, uh, keeping away from everyone, social distance, everything was perfect. I yep. sat in the back, so no one could sit behind me, coughing and sneezing in front. <laughs> sneezing out towards me so yeah I, I would say it's pretty pretty nicely done but yeah that's the thing like this movie was meant to be seen in the theater we're more likely going to just go see it in the theater yeah which cool what's cool though is that it's like hey what happened in that movie i want to try to remember this specific piece for our review later let's pop on hbo max real quick and just <laughs> turn it back on yeah, they're not doing a premium price on it. You are just going to get it if you have HBO Max, which that's the question. And I, what I wonder is, are they doing a I didn't see if they said this or not. Are they doing a block on it so that you can't just sign up for a free trial just to see Wonder Woman? You actually have to sign up, wait the seven days, and then you can see Wonder Woman. Um, I'm not sure because that's what that's what Disney Plus did with Hamilton. Yeah. When Ham Hamilton came out, you couldn't just sign up for the free like seven day trial and watch Hamilton and then cancel your subscription. You you had to sign up and wait those seven days and then you had access when they could actually charge you for it. Uh, so I don't know. They might do that with HBO Max, but I haven't I, I don't remember reading anything about that yet. Yeah. So I feel like honestly, like that is the smartest decision because you want to make sure like, look. We're going to try to make some money off of this thing. I think between that, I think if Black Widow goes to Disney Plus, this is this is what they need to be doing. It's the, hey, look, we understand you're not just going to get to use your free trial on this movie that should have been a first run in theater. Fair. It's fair play. I believe that's completely fair play to do that. Yeah. Actually sign up. Um, yeah, so Gar said he's bummed. Wish they pushed it to the summer 2021 20, instead so they could earn more money, get bigger audience in the theaters. Uh, and I yeah. think that was part of, uh, I think, what is it? Yeah, so Malcolm's yep. kind of saying that summer 2021 is now already packed because they had a couple of movies. Them, uh, I'm gonna say themselves, like referring to yeah. summer tw 2021, like it was its own like group of people. Uh, but so they already had a set of movies that were supposed to come out and now they are also being crowded with the 2020 movies that are like 
crowding in. So oh, it's yeah. like a giant New York subway, which I've never been on. So I don't know how I'm actually making that comparison. But I feel like I, I, I know enough about the New York subway system to make that a logical connection and just everyone watching, just y'all all understand what I mean by when I say that. As somebody who's been on the New York subway system, shut your face. Um, it's like the 405 in LA. <laughs> As someone who's actually <laughs> driven on the 405 anytime we've been <laughs> to LA. Yeah, I've never driven in LA. <laughs> nope. That's because you make your little brother do it, you rat mother. Um. Yeah, so I don't know because here's the thing: like when we talk when we talk about movies coming into the theaters uh, next summer, if we look at the world as a whole, I know there's many countries right now, especially as uh, you know, we talk about Malcolm. Malcolm lives over in New Zealand. Uh, yeah, so he hopes the world as a whole, not like a yeah. <laughs> so New Zealand, New Zealand's doing great. Yeah, uh, they they can have theaters up and running and just hey, if the movies are going to run first run, bring them on, and it's perfectly fine. Uh, many countries in the world are like that. America is not. America is not like that right now. So right now, when we're talking about summer 2021, we're still talking about, hey, we might still be in this as a vaccine is trying to roll out, which does not does not preclude that we're going to get a whole lot of really good stuff even into next summer. Uh, there will probably come a point where movie studios are either going to put it on streaming or, you know what, we're just going to put it on theaters and what we get is what we get. And I think that's that's kind of what you're going to start seeing, especially as a bunch of theaters across the world can handle these movies while America can't. I think that's that's the way they got to go with that. So we'll see. Uh, Garth is the Boston Tea Subway is one of the oldest. We have some of the. So he's mentioning one that he knows that I know that one because me and him have talked that I've been to Boston before. So I am yeah. familiar at least with that system. Uh, and that one really wasn't crowded, and we went on like a uh, Boston Marathon weekend, so there should have been a, like a lot of people there, and the subway just really wasn't bad, or the T, I should say, it's not necessarily a subway in some places. Um, yeah, the New York subway is a, uh, it's definitely it's a, a subway. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. Anyway, yeah. So we're we're probably still gonna go see Wonder Woman in the theater. Christmas Day, and uh, as of right now, I guess we can plan for that and ha plan on having our review out, uh, hopefully maybe like that evening or so, depending on what exactly we decide to do for Christmas. What I'm day is Christmas Day? Uh, it's a Friday? Is it a Friday or a Saturday? It is a Friday. Yeah, so it's a yeah. Friday. So we'll probably end up when taking... movies come out anyways. Yeah, duh. You probably end up taking that day off. Go see, maybe go see it early enough to get the review done and then pumped out the same day. But we'll see. Same day next uh, day. I wonder if there's going to be like a late night Thursday showing. That's true. Maybe we could possibly maybe, maybe. do that. And anyways, you see, again, you see us plan things in real time here live in front of you. Uh, so moving on, I, I did want to go back and touch upon. So we asked uh, Tyler how he's doing. He's saying uh, still quarantine until December second. Since his mom's got. The Corona. Uh, Dad and I are relate. I can't say relegated. 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 I, I see all the letters. I know how they sound. I just can't say it. Dad relegated and I are regulated. Regulated. <laughs> Regulators. <laughs> Regulating and stealing of this property. We're damn good too. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I hope she gets better, Tyler. 
Um, I, I know my direct manager at work, she's had it already. Uh, she's told us the effects of it. So yeah, I'm hoping y'all are taking care because it does not sound like something I'd, that I'd want anyone that I know to get. So sounds like fun, fun times. He said sarcastically. Yeah. Um, yeah. New York subway also has elevated trains like Boston. Remember Spider-Man too. Yeah. Anyway, what's the next story? Uh, next story, moving on. While we're talking about uh, movies that are supposed to be coming out this year that are going to streaming, which is a recurring theme on any channel that's talking about movie news in the year of 2020, the year of our Lord. No, not the year of our Lord. The year uh, of our <laughs> Maybe not this year. Maybe not this year is the year of our Lord. Maybe not the year of Satan. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the next don't one moving out. You don't get that at all. Satan's like, man, I wish I thought of like a pandemic. Man, that's, that's creative right there. Moving on um, to the next subject. Yeah. Uh, coming to America. Coming to America has Ooh. been pushed uh, to March from December, and it's going to premiere on Amazon Prime. Uh, here's the thing. The, like We were talking about the levels of movies going to a streaming a streaming platform just a straight stream and i know like a couple of weeks back we did comparisons to movies coming straight out on streaming i would have likened i would have compared to uh back in the 90s when you had movies just go straight to video straight to yeah. vhs straight to dvd which were typically those movies that were like uh, i mean you could look at the cover or the poster and be like yeah that's gonna be of lesser quality that probably just needs to go straight to video. And you can tell by looking at it. It's going to be in the $2 bin here shortly. Yeah. Um, so the, again, with the pandemic going on, it's really hard to say that because there are movies. Uh, I, I'll be honest. When I first saw the preview for Scoob, I would have thought like Scoob could possibly be a straight to video on demand or straight to video movie. I mean, it did end up going straight to video on demand and I watched it and I was like, ah, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty decent. It was a, a fun, fine family film uh, with a couple of really clever, cute moments in it. So that one, I felt like, ah, that one probably really should have still been in the theater, but I, I understand that. Coming to America, I, the original, the first, the original, the first one is a classic. I love the original Coming to America. Fantastic yeah. movie. And while I was probably uh, originally on board with the idea of, uh, I don't think you need to make a sequel to that. Uh, I've read like what the sequel is about and I'm like, okay, the I, this sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, especially because you got like Eddie Murphy coming back on it. And I know Eddie Murphy doesn't have the greatest track history, but uh, watching his as of late though. Yeah. Watching uh was it? My name is Dolomite. Uh, that, that was really good. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm kind of eager to see this movie, but I don't uh, know. I think, okay. it, I think it begs the question though, is like for a lot of these comedy movies, is it necessary? Is it necessary for them to go to the theater? Do you think that, for the, I mean, so these kinds of movies, typically their budget isn't going to be as big as, say, your bigger blockbusters, your yeah. more, your your bigger like Oscar Beatty dramas, all all those kinds of stuff. Um, so they don't necessarily have as much of a budget that they need to make back necessarily. 
So I don't see any reason why a lot of these can't go to say a streaming service and still actually succeed pretty well. Same goes with animation also. And why and why you see like Soul going from Pixar going from theater to Disney Plus. It's gonna it's gonna do well on Disney Plus and they're gonna make they're probably gonna end up making their money back on that movie doing that anyway. Except Hamstrock's making it a point, and this is what I was thinking as you were saying that comedies always work better with audiences. You're in a full theater watching a comedy. Yeah. You're going to laugh because everyone around you is laughing. There is a subconscious thing in you that's like, oh, people find this funny. I'm going to find it funny too, and you 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 laugh at it. Uh, yeah. There's been there's been plenty of movies that I've watched that like I've been like eh. But it's because there's been a group of people around me all laughing. I found funnier. It heightened the experience of it. That's yeah. the only reason I would say definitely for that kind of a movie for it to be in a theater. So I don't know. I think uh, I don't think this is necessarily a, a bad choice. I mean, obviously, there's only so many options that movies right now, as we've covered just slightly before this have to uh, release their movies this year or e even at the beginning of next year. So you know, yeah, you want to see it in the theaters. You want to you want to have that 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 experience with the audience there. But in in the situation we're in, I think that moving it to you know as Amazon is not necessarily a bad choice. Um, but what's what's interesting to me is why they're moving it to Amazon and pushing it to uh, was it March next year? Mm -hmm. Like. I know that its original release date was supposed to be was supposed to be this year, supposed to be towards the end of this year. So I'm not I'm not sure why they couldn't keep it like a December release on Amazon because of marketing. In January marketing. There, there, we haven't seen anything. We haven't seen a poster. We haven't seen a commercial, a trailer. We've seen no, like, I don't think we've even seen any pictures. We've seen yeah. nothing about this movie yet. They can't turn around and say, okay, well, it's going to come out. And here's all of our marketing material all, all yeah. right now, right here for you. Spend the next like three weeks before this movie comes up looking at all of our marketing material. I, I don't know. I mean, how well did Borat do? Uh, but Borat, about a month. but Borat's a certain type of movie, and it doesn't I matter. Think, it, it I don't. It doesn't matter though, because what you have here is you have a movie that came out and only had marketing within a month prior to its coming out, and as far as we can tell right now, it's been a pretty big success. It had a lot of people talking. Granted, yes, I get maybe your perspective. What you're coming up with is political relevancy for mm -hmm. what was being shown in the in the movie at that time. Still, yeah, it's still you that have a movie. You have a movie that had marketing for only a month and still had a ton of viewership. And like, that's not even what I was thinking. But you you brought up like probably the best point in Borat's favor is yeah, you had the election day was coming up. It yeah. was primed to be released before election day. That's what made it so good, and that's probably what helped drive a lot of attention to it because you heard either about the election or Borat for like two, three weeks solid. That was all anyone was talking about. So I, I, I could see it for that. I mean, I was thinking more of Borat just because of the type of movie it is. It is more of like a sketch comedy bits put together to yeah. form a thin comedy. This is a sequel to a very beloved movie with coming to America. Uh, I feel like 
the people who made this movie, they want to take the time to let people see all the marketing and build up that hype just through pure releasing the trailers and pictures and posters and stuff. And that's, that's why, why I think they pushed it back. That's why I could see them pushing it to say like January because January's typically for movie releases anyway in the theater. January is typically a, a fairly dead month. So yeah, that's what I was thinking <laughs> not like. this year. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. But anyway, we'll see. We'll see. How, we'll see what happens there. Got my, it's got my interest. Got my eyes on it. Yeah. Um, What's next? Next is once again, this is almost getting about as bad as uh, the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre with the <laughs> amount of reboots that they keep doing for the Predator franchise. Uh, the now, yeah. Now that Disney owns everything Fox related, uh, that includes the Aliens and the Predator franchise. Uh, I so of course they want to reboot Predator again after like how many reboots have we gotten from this? That Shane Black one, that last one we got was just kind of uh, it really was not that good. I, I, I was not a huge fan. Of, I love Predator, I even like Predator 2. I'm still gonna always complain that. You have Predator 1 where he fights this big, massive Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then the second one, he just goes after Danny Glover. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I'm still a fan of the idea of Predator 2, that he's like in the city this time instead of the jungle. Uh, but the like, what was that other movie? There was Predators done by Robert Rodriguez. Uh, kind of had like kind of a, a a cool idea about it uh in which the people were were instead of predators coming to earth and hunting they just brought the people to the predator home world and hunted them there did like a most dangerous game kind of a situation yeah which a cool idea but you put adrian brody in it same thing we started with with Schwarzenegger and we are seemingly working our way down to like the skinniest, scrawniest, most non-action movie actor ever, which uh, allows me to make this great announcement. Guys, this upcoming predator reboot is going to star yours. Truly. <laughs> I mean that, uh, that holds water. That, that's, I mean, that's tracking that's seemingly where it goes because we live in Austin. So therefore you talk to Robert Rodriguez, you got on the inside of it and damn. yeah, so you'll be in the next predator movie. Um, it. Got it, guys. I'm glad you all were here. We had several viewers here able to see that announcement. And uh, yeah. that's, that's, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, so like this, like Star Wars, I'll show up for any Predator studios want to throw at me. And that, and that's the sad thing. Like, I will, too. I love Predator. I love Alien. I'm a sucker for having to see these movies and then realize, Wow. That was a terrible movie. I yeah. should not have seen that. But so, I'll still go see the next one anyways. What I think is interesting is uh, and you said it, and then Garth is over here saying it too, that uh, Shane Black's uh, Predator movie was bad. Um, we're looking at Dan Trachtenberg right now is on board to direct this, and we know him from 10 Cloverfield Lane. Mm -hmm. You're taking the the tone and the style of 10 Cloverfield Lane, then you're and you're saying that's the same director who's going to be uh, helming the predator, the next predator movie. Um, okay. That's fascinating. 
the thing is, is that I know it's hard to actually like determine how a director is going to be in one movie based off their prior work because we had the community guys who gave us the highest grossing movie of all time in Endgame. <laughs> so, yeah. so I mean, it, it, you, you can't go off that. Uh, I think it's a very interesting choice, though. Um, I. Uh, the Predator movies aren't my cup of tea. Again, like I'm not one that flocks to uh, just absolute physical violence against humans. I'm not like a gore fan. That's not. I just it doesn't it doesn't hit me the same way as it hits uh, other people. Um, you've, you, but you've watched the first one because the first uh, one yeah. really, for the most part, the first one really was not that gory. Surprisingly, yeah. yeah no, I've seen the first one, uh, but. Even as a storyline, I'm just not really that interested in Predator to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, so this movie's going to probably miss me completely anyway, no matter what, no matter who the director is. And that's fine. But uh, so I turn it to you like you see Jan- Dan Trachtenberg, you see, you know, what's what it sounds like they want to do based off very minimal information so far. I mean, besides the fact that Predator just in name alone has you. Is there any other kind of excitement for this? Uh, the story so far that's been released is that this movie's going to take place in the past. Uh, so it, while it is a reboot, it might be essentially a prequel to the original 87 Predator. Uh, this was going to take place in the past back when like Native Americans ruled this fine country. And mm. uh, that he's basically going up against... Uh, like uh, I, I believe they're saying it's like a Comanche Native American woman. He's going up against a woman in this, which is a fantastic idea. You're breaking a couple of like uh, norms with this, so uh, you are making a subplot of like Native Americans, uh, which is great because that goes back to say uh, Schwarzenegger's Dutch at the end of the first movie, where he basically learns how to defend himself with the land. Uh, very likely uh, like going back into native American past. That's probably what you're going to see a lot of. So a lot of like homemade arrows, arrowheads, spears, stuff like that. But including uh, if they really are making the, the lead person is going to be a woman. That's great because that brings in almost essentially like a Ripley type of warrior in this movie. And I think that's kind of like what I was saying. We're going from Schwarzenegger to Glover, the Adrian Brody. I think bringing in like a, a powerful woman like Sigourney Weaver or like even Linda Hamilton and Terminator would be fantastic for this series. Uh, we kind of, kind of sort of got a, a little something like that with uh, AVP uh, mm-hmm. where uh, Predator was teamed up with uh, Sanaa Lathan uh, and they worked well together but it really wasn't like a knockout drug drag out fight with her and the predator. It was more of her just like as the predator sidekick, but kind of going based off of that idea, I think this would be fantastic for the direction of this movie to go. But again, I'm back to the fact that the previous predator movies haven't been that great, even though they've, they've been done by really good directors. Uh, Robert Rodriguez is fantastic. Shane black has done some really good things. Uh, I, I say that tradipously, that word that I can't say. <laughs> I say that. I don't say the word. I say that cautiously uh, because uh, I'm not a huge fan of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. 
I know so, the word you were trying to say, but I can't even form it in my own head now because I heard yeah, you say that. Let's just blow past it. This isn't the grammar fanatics. This is the cinema fanatics. We're going to talk about a movie. And unless that movie's in subtitles, I'm not even trying that. Uh, so <laughs> cautiously, just say cautiously. There's a thesaurus. I can say thesaurus. It's a type of dinosaur. Thesaurus. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of iffy on Shane Black. Now, the thing with Dan Trachenberg, I actually did like 10 Cloverfield Lane. I thought that that movie was done very well, even though it kind of seemed like it was it was kind of shoehorned into being a part of the Cloverfield universe. And I didn't even see that other Cloverfield movie, whichever one that premiered like directly after the Super Bowl on Netflix. Was that on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the Cloverfield Paradox or something like that. Yep. Um, breaking news, this just in, the word is trepidatiously. Yes, that word. Why is that breaking news? Because <laughs> I just read it on my phone. <laughs> the, grammar fan, the Grammar Fanatics is your other channel, right? No, that's the Cinnamon Fanatics. That's where we uh, we spend each every and every episode seriously going over the different kinds of cinnamon and ranking them on the cinnamon scale. So make sure you check that out, the Cinnamon Fanatics. Spoiler like, alert. Comment and subscribe. Spoiler alert. Brazilian cinnamon is currently the number one spot. It's gonna it's gonna take a lot to uh to dethrone that, but I do believe the Madagascar cinnamon has a shot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not give away all of our content from that channel on this channel. You guys are gonna have to go to that channel to see this. So you can click you can check out that channel by clicking on the iCard that's right up here in this corner. Oh, there's no iCard up there. We're live. Yeah. You don't have iCards during live shows. Anyways, Google it. Just Google the Cinnamon Fanatics. If you actually find something, let me know because that's kind of impressive. <laughs> yeah. We're serious. Anyways, about our cinnamon. I'm very serious. Uh next story. Uh what we're talking about more and more uh online streaming stuff being pushed. Uh, apparently Disney has a plan to take all of its live action remakes and just send them straight to Disney plus. I just okay. love that, that Geico commercial when the woman's like going into labor and like salt and pepper in the delivery room going <laughs> like push it. And they're like, <laughs> they're like, baby, baby. <laughs> That's so funny. I love that commercial. He's mowing the lawn. They're like, push it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so the a lot of their live actions, it looks like they're going to be pushed to the Disney Plus uh, from what I've seen. Uh, I know that it sounds like for sure Cruella definitely is going in that direction. Um, I'm not sure what other like live actions are really working. I think they said they're working on a Peter Pan. Um, I believe that they've still been working on that that anthropomorphic animal live action Robin hood, which makes no sense to be live action whatsoever. But here we are, I guess still can't make that, it. Land that one might actually whatever. be interesting. No, it won't be interesting at all, especially after I've seen Lion King. Uh, yeah. Again, where's Atlantis at? Who knows? Um, uh, they also got Lilo and stitch. They're doing a live action Lilo and stitch, which that was, I think the first one I heard that was going to be pushed to Disney plus. Like they were just straight up going to do that one for Disney plus anyway. So it's kind of kind of interesting idea to to what are we going to do with these live actions? Well, they're I mean, especially again, Lion King, not great, made a billion dollars. <laughs> so is that is that really the move that Disney wants to make while these movies critically aren't fantastic for the most part? 
they financially are da bomb. There's the thing, like story wise, the Lion King didn't have that bad of a story. There were a few little changes made from the animated. Uh, some of them made sense as to why you had to change it. Yeah. Uh, some of them, well, I was like, okay, I don't know why, but whatever, I'll go with it. Someone somewhere felt the need to make the change. The number one issue with Lion King, unfortunately, what really was that the animals don't emote the same way animated cartoons do. Yeah, that was it. If if they figured out a way to do that, that movie would have been phenomenal. Dad, I believe. No, you're dead now, Dad. Oh, no. Dad. Oh, Dad, no. Oh. Wow. You look look like you look just like I did when our father passed away. Our father. Oh, wait, he's still alive. Never mind. That was awkward. <laughs> Robert, uh, I, need, I, I, I should send him a card. Dear Gosh. Dad, good job on still being alive. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, that was all that it would have taken to make that movie good. And I think, well, then there was Aladdin, which all that would have taken to make that movie good is just a completely different movie altogether. Uh, false. I enjoyed that movie. <laughs> there's parts of it i didn't like but for the most part i actually did enjoy aladdin mm, okay uh but yeah so they want to push the other remakes i'm guessing it's because unfortunately there has been constant bad word of mouth on these remakes uh yeah. with mulan being the latest entry now i didn't think mulan again same thing i didn't think it was terrible but there were so many changes that were drastic from the cartoon. Again, some of them, I understand why some of them, I I don't, but he's not, he's not. Uh, (laughs) so he's in bed already. (laughs) He was in, he was in, he was in bed two hours before this video started. So, (laughs) um, and he also doesn't know how to use YouTube probably. So I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, so, I mean, Mulan had some faults to it, and I think Mulan's biggest fault was the fact that it didn't play in the theaters. That it did go that weird thirty dollar like playing on Disney Plus. I think really hurt it, and I think it's kind of hard to really gauge its performance. Yeah, what I'm noticing with a lot of these, and I will say this for Aladdin and Lion King, not completely. Did I say Aladdin? Uh, Mulan and Lion King. I'll say this for Mulan and Lion King, not completely Aladdin but maybe a little bit. I can see where it is in places. A lot of these movies lose their heart when they become live action. And I don't know what it is that does that. Mulan, for all intents and purposes, if that was the first ever iteration of Mulan that we saw, we never saw the animated version and we only saw that one. Fantastic. It would have been great. The problem is, is that we have the animated, and I think that's the problem with a lot of these live-action remakes, is that we've had the animated ones to fall back on, and we've can we can recall the heart, the feelings, the emotions we had when we were younger seeing that's these animated it. movies, and these these movies cannot be topped for us now. Can you play the new Lion King for a child nowadays who hasn't seen the first Lion King? Which why would you do that? You horrible human being. Um, bad parent. Play, bad parent. Yeah, show them the animated version. Can you play the new one though? Which again is still animated. Um, can you play that one for them? 
and it affected them like the original animated version affected us. Maybe, maybe that's true. But for for us, for our viewership, the the live action Disney movies are kind of lackluster because they don't have the heart the original did. The new Mulan was great, did not have the same heart that the original did. And I think that's that's the issue that we're going to keep seeing in a lot of these. And that's why I actually push the thing. Yeah. Right. And then this is why I keep pushing also for Atlantis, because Atlantis isn't necessarily a movie that is driven on having heart. It is a movie that works more so based on just the fun characters, which you can still have the fun characters in live action. That whole movie, the action, everything in it is set up perfectly for live action and that's the one i want to see not necessarily all these other movies and i don't even know how i feel yet about a cruella specific movie uh well i mean we kind of had that already with the glenn close version so yeah uh, i don't know like we're not necessarily remaking 101 dalmatians it sounds more like we're or i mean the animated 101 dalmatians it sounds like we're remaking the live action glenn close 101 dalmatians but more of a focus on a younger uh, Cruella Deville, which, which I don't, I, I don't know. That's uh, that's kind of going back to like Maleficent as well. Yeah, I will say this though. Um, it's obviously it's been a very long time since I saw the Glenn Close 101 Dalmatians, but that is, if I remember correctly, that is a movie that actually didn't lose the heart from the animated to the live action jump. Well, that well, here's the, here's here's the thing though. How many times did you watch the the original 101 Dalmatians as a kid? Oh, I don't even remember that either. Like once, you're like, okay, there's a movie about dogs. Moving on. Yeah. Like, it, and it's also because that particular movie came out like say before you were born. How many Disney animated movies do you have a connection with, like a personal connection with that came out before you were born? Almost none of them. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I I really like I grew up watching Pinocchio and Dumbo, so like I have like really good connections to those particular yeah. movies. Um, yeah, all the Disney movies that came out after I was born are the ones I have a connection with: Aladdin, Lion King, Pixar in general. <laughs> yeah, uh, but like not even Little Mermaid because that came out the same literally year. same year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. The Little Mermaid one, it, like that's the one I'm also wondering. Like, are you going to get the heart on heart in that one? Yeah. Because I mean, like you know, the problem with that is you know the stakes that are already involved in it. Much like Lion King, you know what was being set up. I don't know, uh, but I like uh, I kind of like the idea of moving these to the Disney Plus until I would say they find their footing. Yeah. I I'm, I might venture a guess is like say Little Mermaid, put that up on the movie theater because mm-hmm. that was a big Disney release. That Little Mermaid was really the one that kind of jump started the whole new uh, Disney animated renaissance. Yeah, and like that one I could see going on a, in a theater in front of a live audience. But now, keep in mind also from what I hear, like I I still haven't gone back and watched the uh, the Cinderella live action. I heard that one was actually really good. That one wasn't uh, too bad. Beauty and the Beast wasn't too bad. Beauty and the Beast was actually pretty decent. Beauty and the Beast, and, they add, they added stuff to it that was like, uh, and then the way they made the Beast look was just kind of oof. I liked it. I thought it was fine. Um, 
the the one that I still like though is Jungle Book. I think Jungle Book they did a pretty good job with. Yeah. So. So, but otherwise, yeah, uh, Little Mermaid. I think we're gonna have the same issue as Mulan, Lion King. It's. I do think it's probably gonna be missing the heart, and you know, God save her soul. I know she's actually a really good actress, but I I am not on board yet with Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. That right there is kind of being is a giant red flag for me in terms of. Is this movie going to have the heart and the quality that the original did? I could easily be wrong. It could easily turn out being the greatest casting decision of all time. And I know on paper it doesn't necessarily even sound like a bad casting decision. Um, it just so, feels like a red flag for me. I, I will say as someone who did grow up watching Little Mermaid as well, I, I, I could see it. I think Melissa McCarthy as Ursula is fantastic casting, and I am eager to see her take on that role. I'm wondering, though, like when you get Melissa McCarthy, is she going to play a little bit of a, a little more humor with it, or is she going to play it just straight like evil? Because I know there were things like in the original cartoon where she was talking about, uh, like at one point she grabbed a... a like kelp or something and rubbed her butt on it. And she's talking about the importance of body language, something like that. I could see Melissa McCarthy kind of like hamming it up and it would work well in her wheelhouse of comedy. But I don't I, like, I, I, I don't know how like Melissa McCarthy will be able just to knock out that like serious evil yeah. sea witch type of type of look to her. And that's what I'm kind of wanting to see. And I think if she nails that, that could be one of the saving graces of that movie. But I also, the uh, the girl playing Ariel, I don't know anything about her. I don't even know her name off the top of my head as of this second. Uh, Haley. Haley Berry, I think. Yeah, that's right. Uh, no close like, to Howie. Yeah. Again, I don't know anything about her, so I'm not exactly sure what to expect from her in this movie yet. Yeah. I think she was just like a Disney Channel star. She's got a good singing voice, and that's kind of the main reasons why they went went for her. I'm also wondering how they're going to computer animate uh, Flounder, Sebastian, and Scuttle. Yeah. <laughs> Flotsam and Jetsam. And, yeah. We'll see. Uh, I like Malcolm's point here, or what he's saying here is he thinks Pinocchio is the other one they're putting up on Disney Plus with Tom Hanks as Geppetto and Ewan McGregor as Jiminy. Uh, yes, uh, that's fantastic casting. I believe I have heard of this, and that again, trepidatiously because of prior live action Disney movies, they're, they're all kind of, I'm all kind of like eh, on pretty much every single one of them. This kind of has me a little excited just because Tom Hanks and Ewan McGregor are like two of my favorites. There's a thing though, like with, like I was saying, Pinocchio was one of the cartoons I grew up watching a lot. There really wasn't much Geppetto in that movie. It really was like Geppetto was there at the beginning and then the whole thing at the end with the whale. Otherwise you saw Geppetto every once in a while. Uh, he really was not a major part of that movie. So it's it's kind of weird that if you're going to cast Tom Hanks, I mean, great casting, but I would assume that we're going to see more of Tom Hanks in that movie than we actually saw of Geppetto in the cartoon. Yeah, it could, it could just take the story in a different direction. I I see, I see Tom Hanks being a part of this story, like uh, Christoph Waltz's character in Alita being a part of Alita's story. Yeah, kind of kind of work into that effect. So uh, otherwise I do like you McGregor as Jiminy Cricket. I just hope he sings, uh, which we know we, he can sing from Moulin Rouge. 
Uh, I just hope he sings when you wish upon a star. And then as he's landing with like his little umbrella on the table and he starts like addressing the audience or whatever, first thing out of his mouth, hello there. (laughs) (laughs) That would be fantastic. I would like, ah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Jiminy Cricket. (laughs) Jiminy. (laughs) General Grievous. (laughs) You don't have a conscience. (laughs) my beat of service (laughs) anyways uh we could sit here and just play around with disney movies all day i think but uh let's move on to uh something a little more uh r-rated i would say oh predator again well i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about predator again because he is kind of a part of this discussion as well uh it's just an overall disney r-rated discussion so that's way, right, you guys. Are, you guys are seeing this for the first time. Just side note, real quick, before you actually move on. Anytime we talk about Predator in the future, I'm only going to refer to him as Predator. Okay, grammar fanatics. <laughs> I've got reasons. Just carry on now. Sure. Anyway, so that's right. We are now tackling <laughs> our main topic of the evening. Uh, so. <laughs> you and McGregor's Mary Poppins, the owl with his umbrella. Yep. Nice. Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot we could click on them here. There you go, Malcolm. <laughs> Clicked on your comment. <laughs> uh, so it's been announced that Disney is okay with doing an R rated Deadpool 3. We're going to get Deadpool 3. Disney is behind making it R rated. And apparently, we got the writers from Bob's Burgers on board with this one. Yeah. I'm kind of wondering where that lies in. Like, what? There was nothing wrong with, uh, was it Paul Wernick and Rhett Reese? Or, yeah, there was nothing wrong with them. Why? Why are we replacing the writers? Uh, any myriad of reasons. Maybe they can't do it for some reason on Disney's new production timetable, or they want they just want to mix up the tone. They actually want to go with someone different to breathe new life into the Deadpool franchise. I don't know. Any number of reasons, contracts, all this, blah, 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 money, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's that's a part of the group that made the original Deadpool so good. Yeah. In that, like, it was really the combination of uh, the director, Tim Miller, Ryan Reynolds, and the writers all coming together to really make that movie uh, shine the way it did. In fact, that's it's still constantly rumored that it was one of someone in that group that leaked that that trailer footage before that made the movie get greenlit. So, yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, but uh, like, so we're going to go with new writers on this. So that's the only that's the only real caution I have on it. The only thing though is, uh, okay. So they're busy working on Good the point. new Clue movie, which okay, fantastic. I would love to see their take on Clue. Yeah, uh, but actually, I'm really into that idea. To be honest, <laughs> the the thing is, is when you're talking about the writers of a Deadpool movie, the first thing that pops in my head is like, okay, you've got writers for this movie, but isn't pretty much most of that movie just ad lib by Ryan Reynolds the entire time, anyways? Like it really, it, it, if you've seen enough Ryan Reynolds movies where he's just allowed to be himself, 
you see like the same kind of pattern, the same kind of acting that comes from him. Not complaining at all because I love that version of Ryan Reynolds. It's it's the saving grace of Blade Trinity, I would say, is yeah. that every time he opens his mouth, he shoots off one of those one-liners, and it was fantastic. It's the same that Hannibal King is Wade Wilson. Yeah. And yeah, I, I love him for that. That's what I want to see. I want to see that Deadpool. So I'm wondering what the writers add to it other than like the the story that's just connecting it all. I mean, that's that's a big piece. It is the story. They're gonna they're not gonna bring on writers at this point in the game, they're not gonna bring on writers who don't have some idea of the character of Deadpool, even with Ryan Reynolds knowing a lot about Deadpool at this point, too. That's just how it's gonna work. They're gonna they're not gonna bring people on who don't know the story, they don't know how the character talks. The, they're not familiar with how Ryan Reynolds has portrayed him before, and so I think the writers do actually hold a whole lot of water here. They're gonna they're gonna write the character uh, the way that you know you expect him to be written. So uh, I think I think what's really interesting to me though isn't necessarily about the uh, the writers of Bob's Burgers because to be fair and to be completely honest, I've never watched Bob's Burgers, and most like most of these like animated shows on TV don't really. They haven't really captured my interest typically ever. I mean, I'll probably pop on like Family Guy every now and then, but that's that's almost about it. Um, so I, I think what has my, most of my interest here, though, is that we are getting a Deadpool 3. It's going to be keeping in the same tones as the Deadpool before. It's going to still have that R rating, and it's going to have the Marvel Studios Disney money backing it now. And it's actually going to supposedly be a part of the MCU. Like they're just shoving it straight into the MCU and just moving on with it. Like, all right, <laughs> it's going to be, it's, it's, it's the weird thing about it though, because it's carrying on the same story as the prior two Deadpools, in which case you had the first class mutants of X-Men, which are loosely still connected to the original X-Men that happened uh, way back in the first like trilogy of X-Men. And then all this, it's still connected to <coughs> <clears throat> yeah so while my brother is recovering from a, a brain aneurysm from thinking about just the multitude of plot holes and just the convoluted storylines that marvel has done throughout all their movies messy messy, messy timeline yeah I'm wondering if this could be something that could be included like when they go and they do uh doctor strange in the multiverse of madness or, and or WandaVision, which looks like it's seemingly also maybe pulling from different types of dimensions or multiverses or something like that. Uh, and then also uh, the next Spider-Man movie also is seemingly playing with this idea. So I think if all these movies are already possibly hinting at the multiverse, could Deadpool just be sucked from the, the Fox x-men movies over to the mcu and it just continues from there so gone are the his his friendships with uh colossus and negasonic and he just it's just him on his own now uh hopefully maybe vanessa's still in tow because i kind of like that their relationship and i like i was also one of those people i wasn't a huge fan of the fact that the entire plot of deadpool 2 was surrounded by the fact that they had to kill off vanessa at the beginning but then she ended up coming back and uh, normally that's lazy writing in a deadpool movie it actually is kind of interesting but i mean typically lazy writing 
Uh, I'm curious if they still bring in, like, say, Domino and Cable, though. Do you bring back uh, Zazie Beats and, and Josh Brolin? Uh, I would like to see them. Like, uh, here's the thing. the uh, Deadpool 2 ended with him having that cable, uh, Cable's time machine computer jumper thing. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that might be, like, it goes haywire. And now not only can it time jump, but it can also mi- multiverse jump. And it's one of those where they're at X-Force headquarters. I'm going to finger quote way too many times tonight. Yeah. Uh, they're at X-Force head, like, headquarters and Cable realizes that he's had this time jumper thing the entire time, and him and Domino and they all, all three of them, just manage to get into a fight, and then they time slide or shift over to the MCU universe, and then they're stuck there. I'm wondering just, if that's what happens. That's going to be hilarious, though, because you're now having Josh Brolin as Cable moving into the actual universe where he first portrayed Thanos. Yeah, which is funny because then. That leaves open for Deadpool to be like, yeah, I called you Thanos in the last movie. <laughs> you actually do look like Thanos in this dimension. Go figure. And that that brings up the point that actually has me the most interested in this and kind of why I'm glad that the Fox transition happened in the middle of Deadpool's like lifespan. It's that now all the fourth wall breaking jokes that you th- you could just barely play around with in the first two movies. You can just have a field day with in this movie. Like, Oh, cool. They decided that we're good enough now to play with the big boys. Great. Like, yeah. cool. I'm so glad to be owned and ran by a mouse now. Or you'll end up having things with like uh Deadpool's like, Oh, so not like that last movie where y'all killed off uh, Robert Downey Jr. I mean, Iron Man. Like, yeah, it's something like that, where he's going to call out the MCU as we know it right now and just completely demolish that fourth wall in the MCU. I think that's fantastic. That leaves open so many possibilities. And what I think what I think they could do and what I think they might could possibly play around with. And it would be very interesting is if they go in the direction of, say, Deadpool kills the Marvel cin- Cinematic Universe. Yes. Imagine him running into like the uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy. He runs into Groot and like, I am Groot. And he's like, you are Vin Diesel. <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> Why does that raccoon sure like Jackson, Maine? <laughs> and where's Lady Gaga at? <laughs> Hi, Groot. Let me get you a, a Corona and... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Don't you want to be driving a car really fast and really furiously? Uh, so here's the thing. Uh, the overall topic of this is not just that, yay, they're bringing Deadpool into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Disney is agreeing somewhat trepid... Nope, still can't do it. Somewhat cautiously uh, to opening up an R-rated center of their world. A branch, uh, which I, I feel like I was talking to someone at some point uh, about this. And the idea was like, if you make a, like a studio for family films, you just keep it family films. You don't go and do something like buy 20th century Fox. And then you're stuck with all their R rated material yeah. uh, and trying to figure out what you, a family friendly company like Disney would do with something like, all the R-rated material from Fox. Uh, you would just keep your your studio family-friendly and it just stays that way. You have to... Disney has to do something with these movies. They have to still... 
I mean, you put these movies out, you they're R-rated. You want to make money off of it. People still want to see R-rated material. Yeah. Uh, it's great that you could put it under like this 20th Century Studios banner now. Uh, kind of like what they used to do is like their harder material used to go under uh, like Touchstone. Uh, like even uh, Roger Rabbit was under Touchstone Pictures uh, just because of the way uh, Jessica Rabbit looked in that. And like some of the innuendo in that movie as well, but primarily Jessica Rabbit. Uh, so I, I like the idea of that. So this is where I'm coming back to Predator. Because there's no way you're going to do Predator PG-13, regardless of what AVP tried to do and failed. Uh, so, yeah, you're going to have this R-rated section of Disney that's going to cater to all those. So, yeah. So what it brings up now is, okay, cool. You got Deadpool 3. You've got Predator. You got, yeah, you have these franchises. What do they do with them now when their streaming service is primarily geared towards families and, and kids? Uh, Disney Plus operates specifically up to a PG-13 status. Not too many movies on that service even drop an F-bomb. You could probably count all the movies on that service that drop the F-bomb on like one hand. Uh, I'm wondering if any of them do, actually. I know they hit all the ones on Hamilton. Um, Is First Class on there? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's right. Well, if there's one movie on there, I'm correct. You can count it on one hand. Um, so, <laughs> what, yeah. what I think uh, we're looking Dark at, Phoenix is on there. Yeah, what I think we're looking at now, though, is that I know there's rumors out there that uh, there there was like this trailer that came out that was showing off a it was leaked or whatever that was showing off you know black not only Black Widow coming to you know premiere access, which I believe is what uh, Mulan did. But they're also talking about they're also showing like other movies within like the Fox franchise, like uh, the Bad Times at El Royale. They were showing Predator. They're showing all sorts of movies that would otherwise be R rated coming to a Disney 18 plus, which would be a whole subsection of Disney plus geared for mature audiences, adults and what have you. Now, the problem with that is that Disney has stated beforehand that they were only ever going to keep Disney plus as family friendly up to that PG 13 rating. So what we know is that this trailer was apparently shown to investors during an upcoming, or will be shown to investors during upcoming investor meeting. And it's supposed to be released after that. Now, I don't know if that's necessarily true. That whole trailer could be completely fake, um, which would make complete sense given what Disney has said prior about their, you know, their streaming service. But I could make that? a fake trailer. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's very easy actually. You just find the font that they've used for Disney Plus, and boom, you, you, that's really all you need. Yeah. Uh, so, th- what that means is Disney's got all these properties. If they're not going to make a mature section of Disney Plus, what do they do with them? Where do they make their money for those properties? And I think the answer still lies in Hulu. Ah, uh, possibly. Um, and I think that was that was like the original idea that they had when they first started this. At least, yeah, at least that, that was what was rumored. It yeah. sounds like. Um, because I mean, I mean, yeah. you look at it, you look at Disney's got like a big controlling stake in Hulu. If they if they want to make money having that controlling stake in Hulu, they want to release their stuff on Hulu and get people to sign up for that. It 
it behooves them to have at this point two streaming services that people can sign up for. They're getting making money from Hulu. They're making money from Disney Plus. They're doing both. How about this though? What if they added in and and, and, and stay with me here because I know this is going to get confusing. What if they add in a third streaming service? No, no way. Completely, How? completely what? just catering to that mature like Disney Plus Plus. That's not really that's not really a third streaming service then. That just that just removes their their need for having any controlling stake in Hulu. Uh well, I mean Hulu still has like stuff where it caters to a certain type certain types of movies are popping up on there, TV shows. I mean, you really don't see like regular TV shows popping up on Disney Plus. You see like some older TV shows, but Hulu is still uh, essentially like a go-to place for, hey, did you miss that episode last night and you forgot to set your DVR? Hop on Hulu and watch it because it's up on Hulu the next day. So, but the issue there is that you still want Hulu to be attractive to a majority. So what you're looking at needing to do is you need to have, uh, you need to have your stuff put on Hulu. Uh, a third streaming service doesn't really work, especially because we're in the day and age where it's like, look, the office is about to leave Netflix. It's going to go to Peacock. And as much as I love that show, as much hey, as hey, you can't say that word on this channel. As much as everybody loves that show that takes place in a, in a building about a paper company, it's still going to go to Peacock anyway. Um, you said it again. Oh, oh, is it not office? Isn't the word I can't say you can say office. I mean, oh, Anyway, so Office is definitely going to go to Peacock. and You said it again! Good Lord! And so what happens is when Office goes to uh, Peacock, nobody's, gonna sign, nobody's going to sign up for Peacock at all. <laughs> that joke has ran into the ground. Okay. Uh, my point being, though, is that it's going to leave from Netflix. It's going to go to that other streaming service and... It's a streaming service that nobody is signing up for right now. And someone like me who loves The Office would absolutely rewatch it time and time again. It's not going to go to that service. So we're looking at a time right now when there's so many freaking streaming services. And no, I don't think if you're Disney, I don't think you do create another streaming service. I think you utilize the two that you already have between Disney Plus and Hulu. And you put all that extra content on Hulu and just market hulu as the hey this is the disney plus for you for you 18 plus crowd. the only thing i could think of against that is that's where essentially in this conversation we're talking about all of your your r-rated fox movies that they now own all yeah. being shown exclusively to hulu the idea i would have as disney is i put all those fox movies on hulu and because of the bigger value of hulu you now turn up the price of Hulu. Maybe Hulu increases by a dollar or dollar fifty or whatever the equivalent of that is in New New Zealand to uh Malcolm. So I don't know. But uh you would you would increase that service. The problem is is you got people that already subscribe to Hulu that really couldn't give two gosh darn nuggets about all these Fox movies coming to Hulu. They're just there for like, say like I was mentioning earlier, that TV show fix and maybe the occasional odd movie that plays on there. It's not a, it's not an increase in value to them yet. Their subscription prices are going to go up. 
I can see it maybe if it goes to Hulu with like, hey, add the Fox movie section of Hulu for an added increase of $1 a month. That would make sense. I, I, I see that as being able to build build money off of the value that's given on that on Hulu. And that's but, exactly what I think Disney is going to want to do. They're going to take these old movies that they had no stake in to begin with, and they want to increase revenue just because they now own those movies. Yeah. And then maybe maybe on the on the flip side, you still have a Disney 18 plus that they do actually they did actually decide to do this, in which case they can uh, go ahead and and just create a whole section of Disney Plus where, say, if you're parents, you can only access it with a password. Or if you're folks like us who are adults with Disney Plus, you just say, yep, oh, good, just integrate it all. Just mix it all in. Let it all be on one streaming service. And then that would, that would work. I want to hear all the F words. Yeah, I want to hear all the F words. Uh, real quick before we uh, move on. Garth. We Come love you, Garth. <laughs> no straight face while I was doing that. <laughs> Uh, how, yeah. long did you, how long? How long did you have that one set up, ready to go? Not for a minute, right? <laughs> while you were while you were saying whatever it is you were saying that I wasn't paying attention to just now. Um, oh, Malcolm saying uh, Hulu isn't available in New Zealand. See, that's the thing with all these streaming services too. Uh, I can't remember if you guys even have HBO Max out there. I have a feeling. I, Pretty sure that HBO Max isn't available in a lot of places. No, either. but they they do have an entire streaming service dedicated to Peter Jackson. You can <laughs> basically watch the entire Peter Jackson catalog, all the way from like Bad Taste to Lord of the Rings, whenever well, you want. What's hilarious <laughs> is that it has all three Lord of the Rings, all three Hobbits, and they're all the director's cut, which means you already have 136 hours of entertainment ready for you on that streaming <laughs> service. Go, so. And that's not even including like when you want to like, oh, you know, I haven't seen the Frighteners in like five days. Let's watch that again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Although I would I would love to have a streaming service that has like Dead Alive or I guess Brain Dead as y'all might know it in international with, with with your Pizza Huts. Um I'm sure it's on Shutter, right? Uh no, Dead Alive is not on Shutter. Interesting. Well, I know nothing about horror, so there you go. Yeah, he says we don't have HBO Max either. Yeah. I have so many dad jokes. I must have an illegitimate child out there somewhere I don't know about. Nice. Father? <laughs> no. Daddy? Uh, I don't think... Well, it might be physically possible. I don't know. Um, I, I That's not what I want to use the brain power thinking about on this uh, channel tonight, though. You, maybe, me, probably. <laughs> It's possible. Hmm. Anyways. Uh, Welcome to the Cine Fanatics. This is what we do on this channel, apparently. Yeah. So Deadpool going to MCU. I'm excited by this. Uh, I know that one's, that one's been kind of sitting out there in limbo for a while. We've been really hoping that that would happen. So uh, I'm eager for that. Uh, just Another to see how much fun he could have with that. Yeah. Now the question is, do we get that first or free guy? Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm, eager. I'm eager for free guy. That looks good. Free guy is one of those that are kind of like, it's been like delayed by the pandemic. We don't know when we're going to get it at this point. 
What's this movie that he's doing uh, with uh, The Rock with Dwayne Johnson? Something red or whatever. This sounds fantastic. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw? No. Wow. No, it's it's another movie. I don't know. Uh, is he going to be in the uh, Black Adam movie? No. <laughs> Darn it. Wait, that was breaking news too? Yeah. <laughs> Just breaking yeah um anyways uh, i think that just about does it let me see what other stuff i have potentially a short one tonight just uh just good because yeah i'm kind of like this right now so it's all good yeah the fact that my brother's sitting up straight in front of his computer right now is is nothing short of amazing yeah um if y'all have any other questions, comments, like let's leave this, l- l- let's make this open. Like let's talk about some stuff. Uh, Red notice. That's it. Thank you, Garth. Um, Shoot let's your- uh, uh, let's. Do we want to talk about real quick? Uh, what is today? Tuesday. Oh yeah, we're doing the tagline. I'm live in front of the internet right now. It's a Tuesday night. Um, Thursday. Thursday's Thanksgiving. So, first of all, happy Thanksgiving to all of you out there. Uh, If you are outside of the U.S., namely in New Zealand, Malcolm, uh, I don't know if y'all have a Thanksgiving, but uh, as from us here in the U.S., happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Happy Thanksgiving. At some point, y'all eat like a giant feast of food with family and friends and argue about politics. Happy happy this upcoming Thursday. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but something like that, <laughs> Arrowhall, is Chris duct taped to that chair. You know, that's actually an idea we haven't tried yet. Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. I hate Thanks. that. Idea. Thanks, Rachel. Again, uh, that's why I have this, this bad boy. What's your favorite Robert De Niro movie? Jeez, I don't have one. Silence is golden. Uh, I'm going to quickly just like quickly run through because I'm pretty sure I have one. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you do. Definitely. Um, and don't say meet the parents. Meet the parents was good, but I mean, I've, I've seen that the comedy that was set up in that movie, I've seen that before. And it's kind of like, uh, for example, I, I I can't think of another one like Meet the Parents off the top of my head. Uh, but it's kind of like the uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. You've got yeah. the the comedy movie where you've got the straight man and just the goof, and the goof unknowingly is just ruining the straight guy's day, like due date with Zach Galifianakis and Robert Downey Jr. Same basic idea. <laughs> Oh, pretty much, yeah. Uh, so I've seen the kind of movie that Meet the Parents was, where you've got the person he's trying hard to impress people, but he just he's causing all kinds of chaos unknowingly. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Stardust. Just kidding. Just kidding. Stardust. Yeah, it's the one with uh uh. Charlie Cox and uh, Claire Danes. He was a captain of a ship. It was, it was a fantasy movie. Oh, you, you know what? You know which one it is. Just okay. It's, it's a forgettable. 
Um, I'm looking yeah. over the list and like the ones that I see, probably the one that I really, there's a couple of them that I re- Oh, okay. I see Stardust on here. One of the ones like, I really did like him in, um, uh, what's the one from last year? Where is it? Irishman. Joker? Oh, uh, no, not necessarily Joker, but I did like, uh, the King of comedy. Yeah. That's probably, I would say probably that's one of my favorite just because his character of uh, Rupert Pupkin is so off the wall. Like you watch all these movies. He's done like a lot of these Scorsese type movies, Irishman, Goodfellas. Uh, He's done these gangster roles so much and uh, even played like, a a very well centered but still crazy villain like in Cape Fear, uh, or yeah, Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver is a very good one as well. Yeah, but I like the level of just lost his mind that he is in in Kings of Comedy is fantastic, and it I mean that is pretty close to the character of Joker from the Joker. Uh, which I do love that now the role switched and he's playing the host of the late night show. That's what I like too, is that Joker is essentially a, a, a kind of a loose sequel to that where he did, he did actually get a late night show and mm-hmm. you, you can kind of see spoilers for Joker. He got what was coming to him kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, so I, I would say it's kind of like my favorite movie of him as like the gangster just straight up Robert De Niro, like we are used to seeing him. Probably Irishman. I thought that was pretty good. Um, but yeah, uh, for just the off the wall, I would have to say King of Comedy. Uh, and I'll be honest, haven't watched Raging Bull. I need oh. to watch Raging Bull. Uh, and I have I have seen Taxi Driver. Uh, Taxi Driver was good. I, I mean, I can I can definitely see why that's a lot of people's favorites, but. Uh, I'm going to have to go with The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh, good Lord. Where he was uh, the, was not secret leader, fearless leader. Yeah. 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 Uh, That's actually, here's the thing. As stupid as that movie was, that actually was a really good role for him. Like he, he fit in with that fearless leader character perfectly. Oh yeah. So. uh, If y'all have any other questions, anything else y'all want to put in? Also remember that we still have the Streamlabs link if you want to send in anything. Anything and everything helps right now while it's uh, hard for some of us to uh, go to work and make any money given our current physical state. But uh, um, if you want to drop anything in there, that, that'd be super helpful, guys. Um, anyway. uh, so real quick, and this is going to be interesting because I had a conversation with my brother earlier about queuing up a particular uh, video segment. Uh, did you do that and do you want to do that? I don't know what you're talking about. There was something that was said on another uh, YouTube video earlier, I guess, today. You told me about it over the phone while I was at work. And I was like, huh, we could probably oh. talk about this if you yeah. have the the video clip queued up so we can reference it. I'm one who enjoys being completely honest with everybody. And the honest thing is I completely forgot that we had that conversation earlier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, well, I do not have that footage queued up. You do not. Do you want to try to get that footage queued up or do we do we want to talk about that or do we want to save that announcement for uh, I would save it. 
I would say save that. it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, there's something that we want to talk about that potentially want to announce. And I guess we could, uh, it, it would make more sense for us to probably talk about it on, uh, let's say potentially Thursday, the Schmodown replay. It is, it is Schmodown related. So uh, we will talk about it uh, on Thursday. I would yep. say. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. either way, um, overall, I still want to make sure that everyone has out there and I don't have the image on here. I guess I could actually, uh, Hey, Chris, uh, vamp a bit uh guys first of all just i know our, our time is running down here we just want to thank you so much for uh popping in and uh, hanging out with us tonight i know when uh some of us don't feel good or you know the current state of the world it's it's hard sometimes to uh put on a happy face and try to do a show but i feel as, as bad as i feel I, I i at least i feel great enough to be able to do this show tonight and i, I think that's the you got to count what is you can you can as a huge win and i think given how i felt yesterday and how i feel today it's a huge win that i'm able to do the show today and uh, i love you guys and i want to continue doing a show for you for all y'all and i want to continue improving and getting even better than what we've got so i hope that was good vamping it was uh i was actually i got this knocked out like within two seconds of your vamping but everything you said sounded very sincere and i liked it Oh, it was sincere. Okay, cool. Uh, anyways, the other thing... Eh, kind of, sort of, not really yet. Yeah, kind of, sort of, maybe, no, not really. Uh, <laughs> that being said, I did still want to make sure we put out there... This is going to look weird because it's going to knock out the overlay, but uh, there definitely is still the thing of hashtag drafts and fanatics. Uh, so make sure y'all still are tweeting that out, uh, dropping it in chats. Those of y'all that are watching, help us out. We want this to be like the first like fan, really fan driven drafting that all the managers, they have to look at this because the fans want it. Uh, this community for the movie trivia Schmodown is a huge community. It's a, it's an amazing community and, I'm happy to, I, I love being a part of it because I'm a fan first and therefore I decided to do like this channel and stuff along with it. Uh, but I, 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 those of y'all know I've played already once. I want him to play in this. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. I want the fan support behind it. So yeah, make sure y'all tweet that out, drop it in comments where appropriate. Please don't just go over to Good Mythical Morning and dropping a draft Cine Fanatics. They're not going to know what the hell you're talking about. Uh, yeah. yeah. He didn't say that, Garth. Stop it. <laughs> I was listening and we're already in the draft. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Wait, is that what he said? No, he didn't say that. Christian. Oh, okay. <sighs> Garth, you're going to scare me there, dude. I was watching. Uh, anyways. Uh... Uh, seemingly Garth is uh, probably aware of what we're probably talking about, but anyways, take a drink. That counts. Okay. Uh, anyways. Uh, so yes, hashtag draft cinema fanatics. Uh, also while we're out there, I don't want to sit there and just make it uh, completely all about us. There's a lot of people in the fan, the fan community that has done really good work and have proven their movie knowledge uh, abundantly over over the course of doing shows and stuff so i do also like I, I i don't know how many of these people can 
actually be put into the draft since there's actually a draft list. They have to make it on that list first, and then they'll be potentially drafted by a manager. But I would, I, I'm still in favor of like adding, say, Maxwell from the PG, PPG, PJ Campbell Network, uh, Paul Denuzio from uh, Call to Action. Uh, he that did fantastic a, during the last that, general standing. That was Tony nominated uh, Maxwell. Oh, absolutely. That's right. He's nominated for a Tony, guys. Did y'all know yeah. that's awesome. That's uh, so uh, apparently, uh, Jake from uh, Point of View, a certain point of view, uh, is also. Uh, really good at movie knowledge and could be on there. Who knew? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, probably I, the guys over there. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's pretty good. Uh, yeah. So, like, I really do want to like champion a fan-driven draft. Let's get like these people that are fans of this community. Let's get them in there. Let's see what what these fans can do because. You might have reactors or fans that will be like the next Dan Merle or at this point, Adam Collins, even <laughs> let's get them all in there. Let's see what people can do with this. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you see any of the draft hashtags that are going on on Twitter, retweet that. Let, let them know you want to see all the fans out there and also the drafts and fanatics. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, for sure, because like th that's the big thing. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, if you like us, you like all these people who could potentially be in the draft. You what you want to do is you want to really kind of tweet those things out to to the managers out there and uh, let them know, hey, you need to look at look at these two knuckleheads who talk about movies and enjoy movies and have been watching the Schmodown and playing along with it for <clears throat> years and years and years longer than uh, some people have actually been a part of the Schmodown who are a part of the Schmodown. Um, anyway, so <laughs> what I'm saying is. Uh, let those managers know, hey, I want to see the Cine Fanatics, and I think they'd be a good fit for your for your team. We're gonna also, again, we're still going to be doing some reaching out of our own, so hopefully the paths cross between what we do and what you guys there in the uh, community out there as well can do. And uh, it lines things up, hopefully yeah. right. Uh, so Arrow Alice saying, this thanks Thanksgiving, I'm grateful for this online community, so thank you. Uh, yeah, this community is fantastic. The way everyone rallied around for the Smashathon is absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah. that was such a fantastic event, even though it, uh, apparently had a hiccup right when we were on screen for some weird reason. The rest, the whole thing overall was highly successful absolutely yeah. it was great i, I love that like it had that hiccup we lost everyone and then everyone came right back and we were able to just continue on with our weird segment yeah. that we were doing i love <laughs> i love that hiccup that happened during us because life is funny sometimes yeah so funny oh it happened during us cool uh hamstract is asking since you're vamping favorite vampire movie <clears throat> Again, I don't have one. <laughs> um, Blade? Uh, probably Blade. Uh, like, I, I, I want to go something a little more classic, like the Draculas and whatnot. That, but that Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter was kind of weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah, why did I go with that one? It just goes... Uh, the other one that like I I kind of like mentioning whenever I talk about vampire movies because I know nobody else ever talks about it. Uh, is Dracula two thousand? 
such a weird, weird movie, but they did they did this like weird origin for uh, Dracula in that movie, and I kind of dug the idea of like where Dracula came from, and it, it was it was kind of a cool idea, uh, but yeah, the rest of that movie is just kind of uh, sure, but. The ideas behind it were pretty cool. Uh, probably Blade. Blade is uh, is ultimately going to be one of my favorite vampire movies. Yeah, because I think it, it teetered the line of like actual vampires as you know it, and still being a uh, something that made fun of vampire movies. Yeah, and I kind of like that. Um, talking about the Smashathon, Gar says hoping all the various segments still go up. So I have not. Has the second part actually processed yet? <laughs> I just looked it up. Uh, it's the second part is not yet on the channel, which at Ooh. this point I am starting to wonder if it will be. <clears throat> I'm yeah. wondering if YouTube at this point has just, for some reason, lost the second part of the stream. Yeah, which I hope not because there was a lot of good content. Luckily, you had like Chris Clark was recording in the background. So a lot of the segments have been saved and you've seen them pop up already uh, online. So, yeah. but, but yeah, that, that, that'd be unfortunate if most <clears throat> of that got lost. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. It just depends on whether or not they can, if those parts did get recorded or if YouTube is still processing through it for some reason, a, a, was it over a week later? Yeah. We'll yeah. We, we saw the movie guys posting theirs cause theirs was fantastic. Uh, I'm actually, uh, the one I, I, I kind of want to go back and watch again was the, uh, video Drew's segment, the video chronic quiz, uh, namely because there was such a good, like brotherly tackle during that. Uh, that I know a lot of people who weren't able to see that because it was in the middle of the freaking night. Um, a lot of people weren't able to see this this action that everyone's on the internet's talking about. So I'm hoping that goes up so people can see the gloriousness of that. Uh, vitamin C is in Dracula 2000. Yeah, she is. I don't think Dracula can have vitamin C, right? Can't get into the sun. No, the singer vitamin C is in Dracula 2000. Okay, so the problem here is that you just went no and then corrected me, whereas the proper response is yes and. Okay. Anyways, the singer vitamin C is in that, which was really weird. As we oh, go We're on, going to work on that off camera. We remember. Let's work on it on camera. Yeah. Budget. So Fudge it. Let's go. <laughs> uh, you suck Only at improv. Say fudge. You suck at improv. Your mom sucks at improv. She's been done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, people of the night right there. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Your mom suck at improv. <laughs> oh, I'm tired. I need to eat and I need to rest. So. Yeah, this is... This has been fun. Uh, here's the thing. I actually, I miss sitting at that desk, the, the table that we typically do this at, but this has been a lot of fun. I like having the ability to click on uh, stuff like random things Garth says. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, 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 I like having that ability, uh, but this is, this is still like a lot of fun. I just miss sitting at that desk with that professional look at, I, I love it. 
there may be a way to integrate that with sitting sitting out there too. And we might look into how to do that here pretty soon, but otherwise there is. It just takes a lot of like a learning curve on my part to make sure I figure out how to get that set up. Yeah. Yeah. So. Good Anyways, times. uh those of y'all who are watching that are part of the Patreon, again, thank you for being a part of the Patreon. Thank you for supporting us. Uh it every single dollar helps on there. If you are not a part of our Patreon, just do a uh, just a dollar. I mean, we're going into the holidays. It's a great time for giving. Give a dollar. <laughs> like, let's let's get fifty people on there, all giving a dollar. That'd be great. There's only seventy Val watching. It's this exact moment I say that, so I don't know how I'm going to get fifty. But everyone who's watching this later, like a dollar, uh, that'd be cool. Life uh, fi finds a way. <laughs> yeah so i mean continue to donate those dollars and we'll keep him from doing that impression ever again yeah i just don't want to see when you do like the the impression from the fly with the vomit dropping of the donut <laughs> yeah anyways um patreon's available make sure you all hop on that help us out would be great and I'm sure I just dropped a dollar in the super chat. <laughs> Thanks, I'm shocked. <laughs> you can do that on the Patreon where you don't have to do it in the super chat and it just goes on a monthly basis. That's fantastic. Uh, anyways. Uh, good. I like that. Uh, yeah. Hey, Chris, uh, vamp again. Uh, vamping is that we also have a dollar from Garth over in the... Uh, in the stream labs. This is to pay for Chris not doing the Goldblum impression. <laughs> Fair. That's fantastic. What's funny is that um, on SDN they get paid twenty dollars to do impressions, and here on our channel we get paid a dollar not to. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking outside of the box. I think we tried that twenty dollars do an impression thing, and uh, you, you do pretty good impressions of people, and I am still uh, pretty much struggling at the few that I can do. I I'm like I'm pretty good at like cartoon impressions. You're good at like actors. Hey Peter. What we need you to do is just uh get better at your impressions. Yeah. Ohana means family. Family means nobody gets left behind. Yeah. Hey Peter. No. <laughs> it's too much. I'm gonna punch you in the face in front of your daughter in the parking lot. Yeah. That's a, you, uh, that's a you have been awarded one credit of the verbal. <laughs> <laughs> that's a throwback to our uh, Patreon watch along we just did for Demolition Man. Again, that's available on Patreon if you guys want to jump on there and check it out. So we are pimping our stuff out like crazy tonight. And, and that's how you do. Hard. That's how you do when you're trying to create a brand and do stuff on the YouTubes. You got to pimp your stuff out. Uh, anyways, so as we close this up, uh, this. Okay. Uh, this coming Thursday, we will be doing the Schmodown replay. Is oh, yeah. going to be Deception versus Odd Couple. Uh, we do have a special guest for that, and it is someone who's currently in our chat right now. Uh, so eager to have him on. This is the first time oh, wow. that uh, that we're getting essentially a Cinefanatics fan on for this. Uh, so we're going to have a lot of fun with this episode. Make sure, so if you're not doing anything Thanksgiving night, 
you're tired of eating and you just want to sit back, relax, and enjoy some people watching a Schmodown episode, come back to the Cinefanatics. Let's have some fun. That's going to be at uh, 9 p.m. Central Time. That's 7 Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. We just determined that we should call our uh, <clears throat> our fans Fanafanatics. Fanafanatics? I don't know. Uh, like I'm okay with Cinefanatics just because you're also <laughs> fans of the Cinefanatics, so you're fanatics of the Cinefanatics. We could, we could call it Fanafanatics. I don't know. Like, what what do the fans think? Everybody's what? a Cinefanatic. As, Let's as the fans I'm name themselves again. I, what I talked about when when we were saying that we were going to change up the Patreon, create the Discord, and everything, and build a community. I think the idea is still that honestly, while we are the faces of this brand, God save us. Um, Everybody is a cine fanatic. Everybody's building is going to be a part of building this community that we want to try to build together. So everybody is a cine fanatic, but we are legion. Anyways, essentially, yeah. <laughs> basically, cine cine fan fan cine fanatics cine fan fanatics. Fan. Yeah, cine all fan of those fan. just roll right off the tongue. <laughs> it's our cinnamon crew. That's yeah. That's it. Everybody's part of the cinnamon crew. I actually kind of like that. The cinnamon crew. That's kind of, that's the spice it's crew. Too, the it's too bad. Cinnamon is such a long word. I, I, would, yeah. I would want it to be shorter. Cine, the cynic, cynic, cynic crew. Movie loving people. I mean, honestly, that acronym does work for a lot of different things. I've been thinking about as I'm trying to set up different stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like some cartoon about ponies. You can stop bringing that up now. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, we are. We are going to be doing it Thanksgiving Day. It's still going to be that night, uh, so, so we'll probably be all like tired off of our trip to Finn. But on, the honest truth is that one, uh, we would do family, but the mom is up in a different state, and there's no traveling there. And our dad is, I think, one going out of town with his wife, and <laughs> no, dad's <laughs> joining us. <laughs> No, he's not. This is a flashback to a uh, joke made no. earlier in this evening. So flashback is a throwback. Um, throwback, and, flashback, whatever. Uh, no, our dad is uh, out, either out of town or in his uh, fifty-five plus living retirement community, whatever. And uh, nobody's going to visit that community right now, anyway, because pandemic. So, yes, I get it. <laughs> So yes, on Thanksgiving night, we will be doing our own Thanksgiving and then we will be jumping on and hanging out with all you guys for this wonderful, wonderful holiday and uh set of monsters. Nice. Um, also, I would like to highlight Hamstrack said every dollar helps. I'll hit up the Patreon too. Hamstrack. Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Feel free to continue dropping in those uh, movie trivia questions because, you yeah. know, studying, it helps. Yes, that and that is going to be something that I believe that we are going to be doing on Patreon at some point as well. So, yep. Anyway, uh, anyways, we're going to go ahead and call it a night for this. So make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Cinefanatics MLP. You can also follow us at our individual Twitter and Instagram. There's Robert Adams MLP. My brother apparently has one too below his name. Uh, I believe that's also a Chris Adams MLP if we're following the branding properly. Yeah. Uh, so make sure you follow us on all of those. Uh, and I think that's it. That's going to do it for tonight. Thank y'all for watching. It's been a lot of fun. 
Uh, this has been really good, the setup. Uh, anyways, uh, don't patronize us. Oh, wait, dude. Yes, please. Uh, you can patronize us for a dollar if you like. Got you anyways. a dollar. Yeah, that's going to do it for tonight. Thank you all for watching. I hope you all had a good time. Please come back next Tuesday for the uh, whatever the show's called. I believe it's the tagline. Next Tuesday night, 9.30 p.m. Central Time, 7.30, 10.30. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Oh, that's right. We could quote movies on this, too. It's a movie-related channel. Go figure. Anyways, that's going to do it for tonight. Y'all all have a great evening. As for my brother, as for myself, we'll see you later. See ya. Typically, we would just play the music, but I mean, I don't have that as a track, so that's what we got. Anyways, good night, y'all.